0: One, you better be there. Fox Across America with Jimmy Fela. Join me weeknights from 9 to midnight on KWTO. You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with former Speaker of the House Tim Jones, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen-Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560, KWTO. It's
1: time for Teams Top 3.
2: Ah-ho, away! One. Donald Trump enters a not guilty plea in classified documents case. Everyone goes, oh, wow, really? That's breaking news. There's nothing breaking, and there's nothing news about that at all. The Mar-a-Lago invasion was like, what, 10 months ago now? everyone acting like this is some kind of breaking news. No, it's just a culmination of the deep state. See, the media wants to pretend like this is not all perfectly planned out, like it's not all completely orchestrated. They want to make you act. They want to make you feel like this is all this is all somehow organic. And this is just how the system works. This is not how the system is supposed to work. This is a complete violation. This is an abortion of the system. I can't think of any harsher words to apply to this where a political opponent of a sitting president who himself is under investigation should be under investigation for a massive multi-million dollar bribery scheme is now persecuting his political opponents doesn't this sound like something that like when we were kids like you see all the guys running around the khaki uniforms in some third world banana republic nation we're gonna we're gonna now parade our political opponents through the street like they tried to do yesterday thankfully Donald Trump was electronically fingerprinted. There was no mugshot. There were no handcuffs. There were no cameras in the courtroom. Thank goodness this judge has some decorum. I hope that on a I hope that this case is subjected to a complete and utter motion to dismiss. The question is whether or not the Presidential Records Act, quote, Trumps, pun intended. The Espionage Act and trying to pursue a president for keeping the records that he created in his office during his presidency. Are you all familiar with the Bill Clinton papers in the sock drawer case? Maybe you've forgotten about it. Maybe you weren't around back in the uh, mid to late 90s. I'm going to tell you all about that next. How about we do number two. (laughs) Biden State Department wants 76 million dollars to push their DEI propaganda as people all across the country are shaking their fist at this dysfunctional DC government and its continued effort to indoctrinate instead of educate our kids on one hand we're trying to teach them that they're all little oppressors or oppressed on the oppression matrix we're doing this indoctrination of this racist systemic racism propaganda on the other hand we're trying to chemically castrate and surgically mutilate them man Do we need some less government now? That is for sure. And how about we do number three? Well, the governor in the state of Missouri, Governor Mike Parson, just had some news about him. He continues to sign and or veto bills. The deadline for that mid-July, I haven't heard of the governor vetoing any legislation yet. He's only had a couple of big signatories. There wasn't a lot of big legislation to sign. He did sign the save women's sports act and the ad uh, the safe act to protect our kids from aforementioned chemical castration and surgical mutilation we'll keep an eye on whether or not there's oh, oh 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 there is the bill that will give seniors property tax relief that's on the governor's desk we need to talk about that in just a second that's tim's top three part two for a wednesday june 14 2023 709
0: a.m in the heartland hush up boy I owe silver. Away. <laughs> don't ever do that
3: again
2: <laughs> sorry He'd like to tell me that, wouldn't he? He'd like to tell me that. Don, I myself was busy in the late 90s, mid 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 to late 90s, mm-hmm. yeah, mid 90s, because I was in law school. And <clears throat> I remember everything about Bill Clinton regarding the Monica Lewinsky scandal and the blue dress and the impeachment. And before that, I remember... Um, not Watergate. It was, uh, it was their other scandal involving water. Uh, water. Um, what was the name of that scandal? Water. Um, the thing that Hillary Clinton was involved with with the Whitewater white firm. Whitewater. Uh, no, white yeah. I knew it was a water case. Yeah. Whitewater. I remember all that. <clears throat> Excuse me as I choke on my own words. Something the left would enjoy. Uh, Don, I don't remember much about Bill Clinton, his sock drawer and the audio tapes that he kept therein. Do you remember much about that?
3: Uh, I don't remember a whole lot about it. Apparently, uh, he was interviewed by a historian while he was in office, and he said that he kept audio tapes, or I guess from that, he kept audio tapes in his sock drawer. Uh, Judicial Watch, who is a conservative group, asked the court in 2010 to declare the tapes presidential records under the Presidential (coughs) Records Act, uh, the group wanted the National Archives to have custody of the tapes and to put them in the Clinton Presidential Library, and, and they put them in the pres- Presidential Library. And a U.S. District Judge, Amy Berman Jackson, ruled against Judicial Watch. She wrote that the act distinguishes official presidential records from personal records. So that's really yep. all I just found on it just now.
2: Yeah, Don. So I do have a little. Um, I do have a little primer on that that we can go through here in a second. But I don't. I find it fascinating. That in the case of Donald Trump, they're using all the power, the ham-fisted, heavy-handed power of the federal government to go after Donald Trump, whereas no one seemed interested at all in the deep state as to knowing what in the world Bill Clinton had on those audio tapes in his sock drawer. Isn't that interesting how, in Donald Trump's case, we're using all the might and force and heavy hand and the intrusive authority of the government to go after Donald Trump, but Bill Clinton had audio tapes about his presidency in his doctor and it took a think tank judicial watch to go after him to be interested so there's a difference right that is i think important to yeah. point out
3: so there's uh, also a difference in the hillary clinton <coughs> email scandal because if you remember the justice department granted immunity <coughs> to a specialist who deleted the emails. so not yes. only did they not uh, do you know they not only did they not do anything with Hillary Clinton, but they granted immunity uh, to the person who deleted it Well, in the trump case trump 's not the only one indicted over this uh, he's Correct. had another person so, so it's complete
2: opposite and Don in the Hillary case, James Comey, the leader of the most powerful law enforcement agency in the land at the uh, at, at the FBI james comey Don went before us, the American people, in broad daylight in a press conference. And literally said Hillary Clinton violated the law and she should be prosecuted, but no prosecutor with any sense would, would move forward on this case. Why not? Right. Right. He said those words. He said she was, he essentially said she committed the crime and should do the time. But because she's Hillary Clinton, we're not going to move forward on this matter. The audio tapes regarding Bill Clinton and his sock drawer included, quote, foreign policy decisions such as the United States' military involvement in Haiti and President Clinton's side of telephone conversations with foreign leaders, similar to what they're accusing Donald Trump of possessing. Judicial Watch, as Don said, sued for these tapes, and a federal judge ruled in 2012 that the tapes are Bill Clinton's personal property and Judicial Watch has no right to them. Judge Berman Jackson, an Obama employee, wrote, the president enjoys, listen to this quote, folks, and ask yourselves why what's good for the goose, what's good for the Clintons, is not good for the Trumps. Here's the quote. The president enjoys unconstrained authority to make decisions regarding the disposal of documents. Michael Bakesha, A senior attorney at Judicial Watch wrote about the decision and why it exonerates President Trump in a Wall Street Journal column this Tuesday entitled Trump's Boxes and Clinton's Sock Drawer. (laughs) He says, my organization, Judicial Watch, sent a Freedom of Information Act request to the archives for the audio tapes. The agency responded the tapes were Mr. Clinton's personal records, not subject to the Presidential Records Act or the Freedom of Information Act. We sued in federal court. We asked the judge to declare the audio tapes to be presidential records and because they weren't in the archives possession, compel the government to get them. The Justice Department argued the archives doesn't have a duty to engage in a never-ending search for potential presidential records that weren't provided to NARA, the archives, by the president at the end of his term. Nor the department asserted does the Presidential Records Act require them to appropriate to to to, uh, to appropriate potential presidential records forcibly the government's position was that congress had decided that the president and the president alone decides what is a presidential record and what isn't he may take with him whatever records he chooses at the end of his term the judge in the case agreed why in the world is this case in southern florida Not being thrown out on a motion to dismiss when there's legal precedence. There's legal precedence. Yes. Yes. Judge Jackson concluded in that case the government's hands were tied. Mr. Clinton took the tapes. No one could do anything about it. Why isn't the same true for Donald Trump? Why is it that Republicans are always pursued, whereas Democrats are never at all? We're going to ask our next guest about that and whether or not the Presidential Records Act could be the Trump card for one president, oh, like Donald that. J. Trump. Very, there nice. we go. That's why we get paid the bill. It leave. Joe
4: Biden have a plan. 93.3 and AM
2: 560.
0: KWTO. You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with former Speaker of the House Tim Jones, News Director Don Luzader, and producer Cass and Anderson. On 933
4: and AM
5: 560,
0: KWTO. the Senator Ted Cruz asking FBI Deputy
5: Director Paul Abate. Is it true? that the FBI has a report making those allegations? I'm just not going to comment on uh, information we received, investigations, Do you owe an obligation to the American people to be candid about evidence of corruption by the President of the United States? This is uh, an area that I'm not going to get into with you, Senator. Well, I understand you don't want to, and that's why people are mad at the FBI.
3: The source has told the House Oversight Committee a Ukrainian energy official has audio recordings of his conversations with the then-Vice President and his son. The White House Press Secretary using the President's term for the allegations again calling them malarkey jack callahan fox news
2: well of course that's the case because one political party has to be dragged through the mud every single time they're ever in office especially in the highest offices of the land where the other political party always gets a pass courtesy of the dysfunctional deep state let's see what our next guest thinks about that and more dr randy tober at randy tober md hey thanks a lot yeah i live
1: for the kardashians i'm a doctor. Huh? I'm a doctor? They're wrong. They're in an echo chamber. Doctor? 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 Various suburbs where they're extremely liberal, where people hit the tea rooms and go to James Taylor concerts Mm. regularly. Are you a doctor? I am not a doctor. I'm a doctor. You dress up like Kamala and can be the wickedest witch in the East. I
0: need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen.
2: Cannonball! Does On Wednesday mornings, the prescription for what ails us brought to us courtesy of Dr. Randy Tobler at Randy Tobler M.D. You can find him weekdays on our sister station, 4 to 6 p.m. The Randy Tobler Show, of course, at 93.9 The Eagle. Make sure you tune that in if you're in mid-Missouri land. Doc, good morning to you. Welcome back to the program. Great to speak with you today.
1: Hey, great to be with you, Tim. Thanks for having me.
2: So, Dr. Tobler, I have been, as we say in law school and in the courtroom, refreshing my recollection, Doc, as to the Clinton sock drawer audio tape scandal from the uh, mid 2000s. And I am having a hard time, Dr. Tobler, finding what the difference would be with a president who took audio files from his time at the White House And those were declared his personal property, not subject to anybody's inspection or requirement, courtesy of a federal district court. And versus Donald Trump taking some documents from his time in and now being raked over the coals and persecuted to high heaven. Maybe my memory is not being properly recalled. Doc, am I missing something?
1: Well, I don't know. You're the legal eagle here, and I'm not. But I I guess. One of the issues around that whole sock drawer comparison may be the distinction between what is a personal record that he created versus one that, for instance, the Department of Defense and war plans against Iran. You know, there may be a distinction there that that somehow um, determines whether that applies or not, although I've heard people say it doesn't matter if he declares a war document against Iran or a nuclear secret document top secret. Uh, as a personal record I, I guess one interpretation could be that okay it's a personal record and therefore it is his. but i'll let the legal people worry about the legal thing what worries me more tim and i i read that article that you that you talked about in the wall street journal but i'll i'll see your wall street journal article on the sock drawer <laughs> but i'll raise you one too and take okay. a look at the wall street journal editorial board this morning and i pretty I think it really sums up where I stand. And I, I, I was glad to see it, because it's where I stood before I read it. So at least the people at the Wall Street Journal editorial board and I, I think, have some harmony. And that is that while it's, there's no doubt that Trump has been persecuted, probably in this case. I mean, look at the timing of this indictment, uh, yes. like the timing of the Bragg indictment. Look at the over-the-top. I mean, if, if, if it's all predicated on the Presidential Records Act, then the whole case falls because they shouldn't have even rated or requested it in the first place. Okay. But mm-hmm. those are legal arguments. I'm more concerned about the political arguments and being a guy that's just a couple of years older than Cass. I'm worried about Cass and her children and my children and their children. Mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. a Trump nomination by the GOP, which looks very likely at this point and growing with more indictments. I'm worried about what that means for the country, because I think Trump, has this tendency to look for trouble because he loves a fight. And he spends his time, history proved that, um, fighting a fight. Now, the Russian hoax fight was one to fight, but if you'll remember, there were other fights that he fought that he didn't need to, right? He wades into things, he alienates his enemies, and it distracts him from the game. It gives the media time, because the media loves to go after anyone with an elephant on their T-shirt. It gives them time to just really distract the president his team from doing what they should be about and and i'm just afraid that he would not be able to accomplish although he accomplished a lot i'm afraid that um if he were elected it, it would be difficult and i think furthermore i don't think he can be elected in the general i just don't think with all of the baggage and with middle america and i mean politically the independent voters i really worry when you look at the way he just he was he lied he told if what's in the indictment is true tim He lied about it, right? He told his people, well, let's tell them that they have all the the records when we're really keeping them. It would have been more honorable to say, we're not giving you the records. Yes, we have them. We're leaning on the Presidential uh, 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 Records Act. Come and let's have that fight. That would have been the honorable thing and I think would have actually, I think, gained a lot of affection for most Americans. But when you outright lie and say something isn't what it is or something is what it isn't, That rubs Americans, and especially that middle America that voted for Trump in 16, but not for 20. And they listen, sadly. I'm sorry, Tim, but they actually probably turn on NPR once in a while instead of uh, of (laughs) KWTO. I'm sure
5: they do. (laughs)
1: I'm afraid that those people are not going to vote for uh, Trump with all the baggage that is there and is yet to come. So I'm just worried politically that this isn't going to bode well, regardless of how it works out legally. And not that he's not been unfairly persecuted. Both things can be true. It can be an unfair prosecution, but terribly politically. And I think that's where where I
2: stand. And that's why I want to continue to play devil's advocate with you on this, because isn't because of everything you just said, why we need more Donald Trump and not less. And my point on that is, Doc, we can pretend that the FBI is not targeting parents for speaking up at school boards. We can pretend that Joe Biden Mm -hmm. is not asking for another $100 million for DEI indoctrination, courtesy of the Mm -hmm. Department of Education. We can pretend that the deep state is not dysfunctional and is putting America's interests last instead of first—that doesn't make those things go away, right, Doc? And I think what Donald Trump has done—he's exposed all of this, right? And yes, it's painful some days to like Donald Trump and to want to support him as a candidate, but just because just because we don't want to hear what he has to say because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean these horrible things are happening. Because Doctor Tolbert, while while rant, well. While, while Donald Trump is being persecuted for something that maybe he should not be persecuted for, especially during an election year, nobody in Washington, D.C. seems interested in the fact that Joe Biden, while he was a sitting vice president, was literally selling access to the United States of America so his family could become $10 million richer. They're, Doc, it's not that they're just treating that with kid gloves. They haven't even yeah. put the gloves on. So that's, I guess, my point about Donald Trump.
1: I, I get you, and and here's my response to that because it's a really strong argument. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you say, my my gosh, the the very man who has been the victim of victims politically in this country like no one else, um, it should be the guy to fight that fight. I would say, wait a minute, don't can't we have who's going to be who is the who is the um, successful black entrepreneur who is the suburban woman. Who is the Asian American who voted for Trump in 16 but just couldn't take that kind of behavior in 20? Who are they going to listen to more? Another Donald Trump, I'm a victim, victim, victim. I lost the election 2020. Are they going? Not that the argument's not good, and we need to destroy the deep state. Who's, who's going to be more credible in actually winning the affection of those, again, those uh, sympathetic and potentially aligned voters? Donald Trump? Or someone saying the very same things and pointing to Donald Trump, the martyr, Mm -hmm. uh, like Vivek Ramaswamy, like a Tim (laughs) Scott, like a name the name, someone who has the same uh, is out there saying this guy has been abused. Absolutely right. And Biden needs to, and I'm the one to clean it up. And someone that doesn't have that sort of victim narcissist um, uh, uh, persona that that that's hard to escape once you get that character reputation among those voters i'm just worried about those voters and who can who 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 are they going to listen to are they going to listen to a donald trump come october of 24 are they going to listen to someone who points to donald trump as the scapegoat and and i am going to be the righteous white knight coming in and saving the day for america because we can't have that happen to our beloved donald trump ever again i think that's a more credible way to the presidency I can totally
2: free. agree with you. I can totally agree with you if that person is really out there and I hope they have the courage that Donald Trump's had because, boy, Dr. Tolbert, do we see what happens to people who dare to take on the things that Donald Trump took on. Chuck Schumer told him he would reap the whirlwind and, boy, was he correct. Doc, I think we can get back on the same page on something here, though. Yeah. I just mentioned it, the Biden-Burisma bribery scheme. I mean, Dr. Tolbert, oh, yeah. if they've got, if if there literally is 17 audio tape recordings out there somewhere and those come to light and those are played on Fox News and Newsmax and Tucker on Twitter and are published in the New York Post and played on our radio station and on your radio station on 93.9 The Eagle. Can the deep state continue to ignore the fact that Joe Biden may very likely have committed an impeachable offense while he was in office?
1: Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to see what those say. Um, I mean, look, if there there is truly a smoking gun, now that they have the infrastructure for laundering the money pretty much pinned down, uh, again, I think they have it pinned down politically. They have the concept pinned down, but we've Mm -hmm, all heard mm -hmm, that Comey mm -hmm. and others have said this is a 10-year unscrambling to try to figure it out. So legally, I don't know if they can unscramble that, you know? Similar to the Trump thing, I don't think there's going to be a trial before the election. Trump's people will fight to delay and delay and delay, and they should. That's what they're there for. That said, uh, politically, it's going to be a disaster. It's going to be a disaster. Look, at it should have been a disaster when, when he used American—he uh, ex- extorted the, the firing of the prosecutor for Burisma, right? Right, uh, right. But, but, but that, was, that was reverse extortion, right? Now, if they find that was where he was using America's aid— as the as the bargaining chip right which probably is not illegal it's pretty arrogant of him to talk about it so blatantly but on the other hand now if this amounts to personal gain in a pay for play scheme and if it's if it's proven to be true that's a big deal you know i i don't know the answer to one question and i think we need to be careful about the hunter biden thing is it wrong for a president to say Let's say Tim's the president, and he goes and Tim says to, to some other foreign leader, "Hey, I've got a son or daughter with a, you know an international business degree, and they'd like to be a part of your company or whatever, uh, you know, your country or you know goes to another. I don't know that that's a problem. I mean, that's called networking from where I stand. It's, it's <laughs> if money is exchanged for, it, it, you know, I'm sorry, it, it may it's that's that's hey if you got if you got a little bit of cred, why not wield it? We all do that on behalf of our kids one at one time or another." But what I'm concerned about is if he used, uh, you know, if he took money and it's laundered and he uh, changed government policy, that's a problem. We'll have to see.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's I, no I excuse believe...
1: for the DOG not to go after it. They've got to go after it vigorously.
2: I, I believe that $10 million is 10% of 1000000000 billion. I'm just saying, and that's what the big guy got. <laughs> You're right, man. I got I got you. <laughs> Doc, thanks so much. It's always a fantastic, exhilarating conversation. We appreciate you very much, and we urge people to check you out at 9390Eagle at Randy MD. Talk to you soon, Randy. Thank you. All right. See you later. All right. Thank thank you as well. 732, Don Luzander with all the local news we need to know. When we come back, we can take your phone calls 417-866-0933. Missouri State Representative Bill Owen coming up talking about ESG at 745 and more. 933-AM560 KWQ. 93.3
0: 93.3 and a.m. 560, KWTO News. KWTO News time is
3: 7.33. Still some light rain in the area. We're at 63 degrees in Springfield. We are expecting partly sunny skies today. A scattered or isolated shower thunderstorm this afternoon and a high reaching 82 degrees. Well, topping our news this morning, a Green County judge ordering a hand recount of ballots in the Ashgrove School District bond issue election that was held back in April. The bond issue failed by just a handful of votes. 56.7% of voters said yes, but the bond issue needed 57% to pass. The recount involves the county clerks of Green, Dade, and Lawrence Counties because the Ashgrove District covers parts of those three counties. And uh, the Missouri Attorney General's Office has filed stealing charges against a contractor from Springfield, accusing him of defrauding consumers and financially exploiting elderly residents in mid-Missouri's Cooper and Howard Counties. 56-year-old Bobby Justice Operates a business called Bobby's Mobile Transport. Attorney General Andrew Bailey's office has charged justice with stealing and deceptive business practices in both of those counties. Bailey praises the work his office's Consumer Protection Unit has done with the case. And Nixa City Council adjusting the budget to allow the hiring of two new police officers. Voters passed a sales tax increase for public safety in April, but the money won't start coming in until later this year. The budget amendment...
0: 9 to 11, weekday mornings. That's really where they want to go. On 93.3 and AM 560. Ah, KWTO. listening to Wake Up Springfield with former Speaker of the House Tim Jones, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen-Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO.
5: Today we witness the most evil and heinous abuse of power in the history of our country. Very sad thing to watch. A corrupt sitting president had his top political opponent arrested on fake and fabricated charges of which he and numerous other presidents would be guilty right in the middle of a presidential election in which he is losing very badly.
2: Well, all of that is very true. And let me ask you liberals out there, and I'll speak very slowly so you can follow along at home. If Donald Trump were not running for president, if he were not the leading candidate in his party, and if in many polls, not all, but if in many polls, he were not Beating Joe Biden, which he is, and the real clear politics average of all the recent polls has him beating Joe Biden. If none of that was true, would the deep state be pursuing him with such vigor? Would they be pursuing him at all? I'm not asking you, would you want him to be pursued or in your twisted little nugget of a cranium? If he should be pursued, would he, would he, would they be bothering? I think the freaking answer is absolutely not. No, not at all. Meanwhile, Chuck Grassley, the great senator from the great state of Iowa, says that the Burisma executive behind the Biden bribery scandal allegedly kept 17 recordings of his talks with Joe and Hunter, a breaking story that very few are breaking on because they're not reporting on it, except on places like The Federalist, The New York Post, Newsmax, Fox News, and right here at 93.3 AM 560 kwto and we're going to talk to senior staff writer sean fleetwood from the federalist at 8 15 in the meantime we're preparing ourselves for missouri state representative bill i uh, bill i bill owen coming up at seven forty five, and we will take a couple phone calls before we get to that point where we have to take our next break let's talk to caller matt weighing in on the big news of the day matt good morning to you welcome to kwto you are on the air go right ahead hey.
4: Good morning, Mr. Jones. Thanks for taking my call. You know, I wish you would have held uh, Mr. Tobler's feet to the fire. He, he, he said on another show, that I believe you might've heard, I think on the other one you're on, um, well, not your program, but another show on that venue that he said the same things about Trump. He doesn't like Trump. He's but if he's the uh, nominee, he's going to vote for him. And then oh. when he said that he lied about having documents, they asked for it, Who, who said Trump lied about that? The left, the people charging him with these false charges. I mean, he's lost all credibility in my mind. I mean, he is just a part of a wacko for what he's saying. Trump did an amazing job for our economy and everything. There's over a thousand items, and he did it on his own by either presidential uh, executive order or barely got a couple things passed when he had the House and the Senate. So I don't know what he's talking about. Do you think Tim Scott's going to face up to these people like Trump has? The Vic Ramaswamy is smart and as much as I love him, he should be Trump's VP. He's not going to be the man in charge. They're pulling at 1%. They're not going to make up 50 points in eight months. So, I mean, I have lost all respect for Mr. Tobler. What lies, what, all the lies coming out about Trump and he's going to believe them? I mean, that's insanity,
2: Yeah, we really shouldn't take anything uh, that the left or the media says at their word, that's for sure. And I did make the point with Dr. Tolbert that the reason Trump is being so persecuted is exactly because of what we need in this country. And that's a continued exposure of the deep state. That's why they're attacking him. Tucker Carlson laid it all out brilliantly last night. Donald Trump is the first president in my lifetime, maybe since Ronald Reagan. But I think Reagan did this to an extent. But the deep state has gotten so bad. Donald Trump's the only one that wants to take them on. The rest of the uniparty, I think, is what you're talking about. They Mm could care less.
4: And look what Trump did. He didn't go after uh, Hillary Clinton like he should have. He signed that horrible budget that he said if ever one like that came in front of him again, he wouldn't sign it. But he did it to appease, to make it easier for the country. So he played ball with the left. And they're still going after him like he's Satan. And it's disgusting. And then, and for I'm telling you, for Tobler's comments, and you not to hold his feet to the fire a little bit. I know you. Oh, now go wait a minute. Wait them. a minute,
2: Matt. I'm uh, Matt. 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 You're wrong about that. I did hold his feet to the fire. I argued with him for 12 minutes hey. straight. So well, Matt, I, I, you can't make okay. all of us the enemy here, and you're the only no. brilliant one out there in listener land. Come on, Matt. All give right. me a little I'll, credit. I did hold I'll, his feet to the fire. I said he's absolutely wrong. I, I read. I read from. The Judicial Watch uh, statement on that. So don't say I didn't hold his feet to the fire. Now, I'm not going to sit here. what do you want me to do, Matt? You want me to cuss him out and call him names? I did challenge him on all those issues, and I'm on your side on this. But don't say I'm part of the problem.
4: You're not. You're not. You're not part of the problem. I just would have liked when he said that Trump lied and said he didn't have these, I would have asked him who said Trump lied. So I'm just I'm that was the point that upset and I'm not I'm I don't mean to attack you at all. I, I think you did a great job. You do a great job. I follow you on every element I can, every media, because your passion and love for Missouri is commendable. So don't take it well, like I, I, I appreciate that I'm that. attacking Matt, you.
2: No, and Matt, don't I, I only have so much Matt, I only have so much time in a twelve minute interview. So, you know, and you know, Dr. Tolber's a friend of mine, but I, I'll, I'll say right here, I completely disagree with his position on this. I hope you understand that. I absolutely do. I think that what's happening to Donald Trump could be the beginning of the end of our republic because we're not supposed to persecute our political opponents in this country. And that's where I disagree with Tobler. None of this should be happening at all right now. We should be going after Joe Biden for his bribery scheme involving Burisma. So, Matt, I think we're on the right page, but I I have to. I I can't call Dr. Tobler a redheaded stepchild every time I speak with him.
4: I agree. I agree. And I didn't mean to come out like that. My tone sometimes. I just His thing that Trump lied. Well, how many times have they lied to him and to believe a lie from the left? just infuriates me like that the, pinpoint Absolutely. For him, the Absolutely. Pinpoint one point and, Absolutely. and you do a great
2: job I- well Matt Matt I think I think we are almost entirely on the same page I agree with you we all just have our different ways of kind of getting to the same core of the Apple so Matt I thank you for following and listening and we appreciate you very much hey, you have a great don't you don't. I- all right there he goes all right Matt thank you very much yeah I mean, you know, come on. I mean, you know, I, I think I disagree with Tobler as much as I did to disagree with Tobler. And we do disagree on a lot of things. Dr. Tobler is not as much of a Trumper as I am. And I'm proud to be a Trumper because, as I said, he's the only—I agree with Matt on this. Until Vivek Ramaswamy and others kind of season a little bit, and until I see a little more chutzpah from people like Tim Scott— I think Donald Trump is the only guy. Is he the only guy forever? No, I'm not a cult follower. And I like what Matt said there. Matt also said that Trump made some mistakes. He did. Trump made a lot of mistakes in his presidency, but he's the best we've got at this point in time right now. We're going to need another such Trump in four years, right? Whatever happens this election cycle, four years from now, we're going to need somebody else like Trump, and it can't be Trump. And we better start finding that person, whether it's Vivek Ramaswamy or Ron DeSantis or some other man or woman in the moon, we're going to need that person after the Trump era is over. Unlike the left, we don't drink the Kool-Aid. All right, we got to get out of here because Bill Owen is coming up next to talk to us about ESG and another way that the left-wing lunosphere is trying to destroy the country. All of that is next, 93.3 M560 KWTO.
0: Traffic. From the KWTO Traffic Center, stalled vehicle, Grand
3: just past Fort in Springfield. Also, still had that vehicle fire on I-44 in Jasper County, around the Fidelity exit, which is where we have all those uh, uh, ramp closures here. There's no
1: reason for
0: them not to work with us on this investigation. 93.3 and AM 560, KWTO. Just a young gun. You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with former Speaker of the House Tim Jones, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Casmo and anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO.
2: And welcome back to 93.3 and 560 KWTO. Hey, I do want to thank Caller Matt um, because I, I do know Caller Matt. He does listen to me throughout the entire day, and I thank him so much for that. But you know what? Hey. Brothers, sometimes, sometimes we hug 22. and sometimes we argue a little bit. You know what I mean? And uh, Matt is uh, Matt's a great dude, but so is Dr. Tolber. And I'll tell you this, Matt, if Tolber ends up being or, I'm sorry, if if Trump ends up being the nominee, Matt, I will bet you that Tolber votes for him. He may not like it. He may feel like he's sucking on a lemon, but Tolber sure as heck ain't going to be voting for Joe Biden. I think he will uh, put country first and vote for Donald Trump. But Matt, no, I, I thought, Matt, you made some great points. It's just. You know, I, I do follow the Reagan rule. I still try to follow the Reagan rule. You know, if I can agree with you 80, 85% of the time, uh, you're going to be a comrade. You're going to be charging up the hill with me. You're, I want you in the foxhole with me. We're going to disagree from time to time on things. And that's fine. That's healthy, right? We don't want to be a bunch of freaking lemmings, right? That's the left. The left is the Borg. All right. We're going to bring in a guy now who's, uh, definitely his own man. He's, uh, state representative Bill Owen served in the legislature back in the day. He decided to come back for more. He's in his. Bill, are you now in your sophomore term already? Uh,
5: yes, I am. It flies. Very good, very good.
2: <laughs> that's right. You're you're a you're a grizzled old veteran several times <laughs> over. It just means it just means you're wiser than the rest of us,
5: Representative. That's what it means. Well, yeah, my wife would probably argue that point.
2: <laughs> exactly. See, point well made. We even disagree with our spouses. That's for sure. Uh, representative, it has been. Um, <laughs> It's been a wild couple of sessions in Jefferson City. And unfortunately, uh, with a supermajority, I would exp- I, l- l- tell me if I'm wrong or not. I would imagine you would have thought you'd be getting a lot more accomplished, not being in the minority like you were back in the day, but being in the supermajority now. Uh, have you been disappointed a little bit in the progress of this supermajority Republican legislature?
5: Well, I, I don't think there's any question. I mean, uh, you, you've got some very important issues that, that need to be addressed, and we're not getting them across the finish line. And uh, uh, we, we, we really need to figure that out because, uh, uh, I mean, particularly like, this, to me, initiative petition reform is paramount. And uh, we're, we're constantly seeing the left doing nothing but try and go around the legislature, uh, bring in a lot of dark mm-hmm. money and try and pass things into the Constitution, and you know we've got to stop that. I mean, it, that's not what the Constitution was designed for. Those, you know, those are basic, do, you know, documents on how how we are to operate as a state. Not 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 it's not be throwing statute in there, and and that's really what we're seeing. And and it, and you would think that we would wise up and uh, and get get something on the books that that cements that Constitution, makes it harder for it to be changed.
2: Yeah. And representative, it's not for lack of trying, right? I mean, you, many of your colleagues, many of your colleagues in the Senate, uh, you've all filed these bills. You've supported these bills. You moved them along. It's not like it's not like people are saying we shouldn't do this. People are saying we should do this. So really, leadership, don't you think, representative, they need to get together in this interim. They need to do some soul searching. They need to figure out how to make this a functional supermajority cuz we should be accomplishing so many things yeah. like all of our neighboring states don't you think absolutely absolutely yeah
5: uh and and it's 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 that it's uh, and and you know be honest with you uh, uh we've we've gotten most of that stuff out of the house and then it just doesn't get through the senate and uh that's very true you know yep. you, you 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 know very ip true. reform got it out last 2 years nothing comes back yeah, you know, we can talk about ESG if you want to here in a minute. You know, we sent, uh, three different ESG measures over there. None of them came back. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. you'd think this would be really important, basic type stuff. And, uh, and, and from time to time, as you know, I mean, they get into these brouhahas and, and start reading books and it shuts down and, 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 and nothing, you, you know, not only the stuff they're trying to stop doesn't get through, but the good stuff we're trying to get through doesn't get through. And it's just uh, it's just something that's for sure that it's just something where you're right. uh, All the all ends of leadership need to get together and just say, we've we've got to work this. We've got. But it it also has to filter down to the members, too. I mean, we've got to have everybody on board.
2: Mm -hmm. Speaking to Missouri State Representative Bill Owen, he's at Bill Owen 14 on Twitter. Representative, you mentioned ESG. I know it's something that was a priority of yours. I was so (laughs) glad to see that. Uh, environmental social governance. Would you tell our audience why that is so dangerous to the state of Missouri, to the republic writ large, and what all you were trying to do about it in this last term? Well, Tim, it comes at you from so many angles and
5: so many directions. I mean, it can affect business. It can affect agriculture. And, and because of my background, I understand how it really can impact the financial industry, uh, ability mm-hmm. to get loans. Ability to put pressure on lending institutions not to make certain type of loans. I mean, this, this thing can, can, I, I, I say they get a hold of the financial industry and, 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 and get ESG locked in and it's checkmate because if people can't get access to their monies or get the loans that they want, uh, I mean, they've got us. So it's, 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 That's it's terrifying. a life or death battle in my, in my mind. Uh, that we we have got to push back and say, look, we have we have a, we have a good financial system. Uh, you know, you 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 get it on merit, not by you know what you're doing from an E S or G standpoint, uh, and 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 that's the way it's always been, and it's worked great. And we got to keep that system going. We can't allow bureaucrats in Washington to start dictating. Uh, who, who's going to be able to do business or not, and then how you're going to operate your business or how you're going to operate your farm. It just, it, it can just, it's insidious. It can just come at you from so many different directions.
2: Mm-hmm. And representative, I think a lot of people, they don't know or they're unaware or they don't care about what some of our statewide office holders do. Like, you know, we I think people often don't even think about, you know, the office of auditor or the office of mm-hmm. treasurer. Those offices are very critical important in regards to this, right? And I believe that yes. both uh Vivek Malik and uh uh before him, Scott Fitzpatrick, who's now the auditor, they I think took some steps, didn't they, oh, to that, combat and, the and, ESG and, agenda. And, well,
5: absolutely. Uh you know, Scott was served on the board of Mosers as the state treasurer and 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 solidified uh their their bylaws and uh uh, and, and And their ability to determine who who 's going to uh, uh, handle from a third party standpoint either uh, the investment advisory or uh, the uh, 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 pro- uh, proxy voting uh, mechanisms because that's that 's one of the, the one of the things that a, a lot of these uh, woke financial groups are doing is you know they they get hired on in advisory capacity and uh and then they start doing their their woke stuff and uh scott cut that out with Mosers and then i've got the bill that died over in the senate that prohibited for any of the public pension funds that it all has to be strictly you know based on return on investment
2: Mm, excellent indeed representative the time always goes too short we're out of it for now however before we go uh, what are you working on in the interim? What are you looking forward to pushing and promoting next year when we go back into session? Well, right at the top again is G-
5: the ESG stuff that 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 didn't get through this past session. Uh, I mean, that's 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 really my biggest focus right now. Excellent, indeed,
2: Representative Bill Owen at Bill Owen fourteen. Representative, I want to thank you for all the help that you provide us here at KWTO. Cass says you do a fantastic job. Uh, Filling in for me sometimes when I'm out. So we appreciate you being part of the team and appreciate your continued public service to the great state of Missouri. Thank you, Tim. Thank you very much. Represent Bill Owen there. You can follow him at BillOwen14 on Twitter. Been a very fast morning. We've had a ton of great guests. We're going to have one more in the next hour Sean Fleetwood of The Federalist talking about what's really in the Trump indictment. All of that after Tim's top three at 93.3 and 560 KWTO. They didn't want the people who believed the COVID lab leak, i.e.
0: you, me, to be correct. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. The, the fundamental
1: fallacy of all of this, the Democrats are the good, smart, honest, ethical, science, science? smart people, and the other people are troglodytes.